0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app.
3: Napa Know How
1: It's that Leo chico pit Boom Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. And you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here, at Negative to Positive, is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato gravy, those biscuits.
0: Hey Collider fans, John Roca here. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games. Gamefly puts video games where they belong in the hands of the gamers who love them. With your monthly subscription to Gamefly.com you can pick your favorite games from over 9,000 titles and have them mailed directly to your door. Don't waste your money buying this year's new game titles before you know if they're even worth it. With Gamefly, you have access to all the newest game releases and you can keep them to play for as long as you want. So that's one monthly fee. Unlimited video game rentals of all the most popular titles from Madden to Call of Duty. And over 9,000 thousand titles to choose from so you can find most of your favorites. Keep the games as long as you want. No late fees, no due dates and when you're tired of it, just mail it back and they'll send you a new game of your choosing. And they offer movie rentals now as well. Go to GameFly.com Collider and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting GameFly.com slash Collider. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days.
3: Napa no How
1: Okay,
2: so the bad news first, Raw was hot, hot garbage this week. Well, besides one amazing thing, but the good news, everything else was kind of great. Welcome to Top 5, the weekly podcast where we go over our objective top five things that have happened in wrestling this past week, which for those nerds keeping track was September 6th through the 11th, never forget. Uh, I am your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com senior news producer, James McKenna, and with me as always, Mr. Kevin Silva. Kevin, how the hell are you?
4: I am so much better now that you said hort-garbage, like the way you said hort-garbage. was hort garbage Hort-garbage.
2: I realized going through that, I was like, oh, no, these words are not coming out of my mouth correctly mm-hmm. because I'm having a stroke.
4: Oh, you just had you had some seltzer right now. So, I mean, yeah. you had a nice swig of seltzer, and you started right away after it. So you're kind of bubbling. I, hey, I'll give you the pass.
2: Yeah, I, I had the uh, seltzer mouth. That's a thing, right? That's an affliction.
4: Yeah, that's a thing. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm, you know what? I think I think it's about time we start looking for endorsements. We need to hit a polar. We need to uh, hit a polar seltzer.
2: Uh, just polar and blue chew, and then we're gonna be good to go. What is blue? Blue? Oh
4: yeah, blue chew. No. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> blue chew will cover anything wrestling. It's fine. They might already cover us. I know they cover. They cover wrestling cheat radio. So.
4: I feel like we're, we're saying too much here. We're saying too much.
2: We might, by proxy, be covered by Blue Chew. So the great people at Blue Chew, thank you. And if yeah, not, but, thank well, you anyways. Yeah. Right. If uh, people from Polar are listening, endorsement time. Endorsement I will, time. Just send me a sweatshirt. That's all I want in life is hoodies.
4: And money. I mean, money's cool, dude. I
2: do not want money. I want seltzer and I want hoodies.
4: I want the all three. The three. Can we have all three?
2: No, you can't have all three. You can only have two max. Two at max. Why are you getting ready?
4: It's very warm out here, so I don't think I'll need a sweatshirt. Seltzer and money. That's my choice.
2: You take seltzer and money. I'll take seltzer and uh, the hoodie. I think they'll give it to me first because I gave them the better deal.
4: <laughs> I don't know, man. Those hoodies are hard to come by.
2: Plus, I'm closer by location. It's either shipping cost to L.A. or shipping cost to New York. From Boston, yeah,
4: but, like they want, they want you know, they they have a new market out here in LA, so they need to like spread the word, buddy.
2: They could care less until we get in and out. You you don't get polar. <laughs> That's we
4: the rules. We have it. Yeah, you have the basic flavors. I don't know. I haven't gone back to CVS yet. I'll go back. Enjoy orange vanilla
2: forever. Wow, now you're
4: just now you're just talking crap on our our sponsor, potential sponsor here, pal.
2: No, no, I'm not talking crap on orange vanilla. I'm just saying enjoy that as your only flavor. And I I will enjoy all the fine seasonals Polar has to offer. By the way, everyone, this is now a uh, seltzer podcast. So (laughs) I hope you all tuned in for this. This is exactly where we wanted to take it. Let us know on Twitter your favorite seltzer, and I will drink (laughs) it live on air. It's great.
4: I have a Topo Chico just waiting for me in my my fridge.
2: Ah, the goat Topo right. Chico is the the king of seltzer. That one, if you if, chico. If, if you at home uh, get to you find a nice bottle of Topo Chico, maybe at a Chipotle. Chipotle has been carrying them, and that's been an ace move on their part. They know their market.
4: Yeah. Everyone out there, if you when you go to bar wrestling next month at the uh, at the. Uh, the Bootleg Theater in LA, They're, that bar is still Topachico. I
2: so. I'm now super jealous of bar wrestling. There you go. There we go. I I'm, I always wanted to attend bar wrestling. I was sad I wasn't able to last time I was in the Los Angeles.
4: By the way, but that the Topachico bottle, that's a glass bottle. I don't, know, I don't know if they should be giving that to wrestling fans.
2: Yes, they should. <laughs> if Nick Gage I mean, is there, hand it to Nick Gage. Nothing bad will happen.
4: That's how we connected Seltzer to wrestling. Hey-o. Hello. Uh
2: But I, I'm sure people didn't tune in for Seltzer, even though I, it, I could talk about Seltzer for goddamn hours.
4: Let's not. Let's not. Let's not do that.
2: I'm just saying, if you ever wanted to do one, we could do this as well. Convert James- it to a Seltzer podcast.
4: No,
2: no, we have what a list.
4: We have a list of do, we do here? here. What do we do here?
2: What, what do we do? We go over the top five things in wrestling over the past week. That's, that's what right. we
4: do. That's and damn right. Do we have another five things this week? We do. We've we've counted them: one, two, three, four. Wait, hold on. No, five. We got five. We got five. Five.
2: We we got all five. Can we get the dishonorable mention out of the way first? I feel like I want to. Um, I want to go positive for the rest of the show.
4: All right. My, here's my dishonorable mention for the show.
2: Ninety-nine percent of raw. Yeah. No. That's uh, that. We have the same one. That's why I want to do it first because three hours. It was literally. Uh, two hours and 58 minutes of <laughs> trash
4: Listen, folks, I get it Football's back But that that uh, that means that we're going to have a suffering product For a little bit here
2: I just uh, Everything about the Monday Night uh, Raw Monday Night Football introduction week Week one I don't know why I said introduction week Week one of the NFL season There's always a doubleheader Uh, for Monday Night Football that starts at 7 p.m., effectively (laughs) fucking all of Monday Night Raw. WWE fully realizes this, and later on in the season, you'll see them put some of the high-profile matches for the night in the 8 to 9 slot because they can beat out the NFL. But week one, they're always screwed, and they always— it's a trash episode every time— Ironically, it's a trash episode that's also a go home episode, which typically aren't great to begin with. Uh,
4: yeah, nothing,
2: um, nothing good came from it. One thing good ooh, that, came from it. One thing good, and it's on our list. Yeah. And then after but, that, know, it
4: all was sad. That, that might explain the axe—just axe handles, no axes.
2: They should have been fucking axes though.
4: <laughs> I'm I want- you dude. well, I'm telling you, today we would be we would be discussing how Drew Gulag got injured. <laughs> with an axe if if they had actual axes. I'm just
2: saying like it, you want me to believe someone's the baddest faction of all time. Uh like them showing up with like 75% made axes does not convince <laughs> me of that. You want me to you want to convince me that a uh, a stable a faction is truly badass. Have them show up with an actual weapon. I want them showing up with axes, uh, a machete, like Seth Rollins wielding a machete like a maniac would be the funniest goddamn thing to see, and also horrifying.
4: I also, mean, he he should not be swinging it around like a like a hardcore kid when he like he does with his belt because that machete is going into the crowd.
2: Hey, says you. I'm am for it. I think You're for it. I think Monday Night Raws have gotten too soft. I think there <laughs> should be an element of danger when you get into that audience.
4: Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, no, I don't think no, nothing wrong. Actually,
2: <laughs> you were you were on that track for a second, and then you were like, no, I was trying to be supportive of my co-host, and uh,
4: I was no, he's a he's a wrong and wrong wrong bad person.
2: <laughs> Both are accurate. Uh, it's just one of those things where you uh you see raw and you see things like guys. You, Dean had the bag filled with weapons. And you're like, oh, what weapon did he bring? Is it a baseball bat with barbed wire? Is it just a giant thing of thumbtacks? No, it's axe handles. We're it's talking about handles. one segment out of an entirely bad raw. Everything was bad on that show besides one thing.
4: We also got back to Wacky Dean talking about his tickets, speeding tickets. So.
2: I was actually okay with that.
4: <laughs> I was kind of okay with it, but the same like it's funny, it's fun. But at the same time, like... Do we need wacky? I don't need wacky Dean. I don't need him.
2: I I liked wacky Dean in the sense of he was just talking like he gets to talk to an officer <laughs> once, and he's just like, but like I, they didn't have to search the car. Like I wasn't speeding, like, was speeding, but like it should be a suggested, like him just going off the cuff. I, I was, was pretty, okay. Yeah, he was
4: pretty. He did pretty good.
2: I like stuff like that. I I actually I don't mind that. You know, last week. They uh, they got out of prison, and then they drove a cop car into the arena. And I was like, that's a felony.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely so a felony.
2: I'm okay with them talking to the cops occasionally if it just means like, hey, we have a standing relationship now. Everything's kind of cool. We're cops by
4: we're proxy. We're allowed pick up the cars.
2: We're wrestling cops, I guess.
4: But you know what? I mean, as bad as Raw was, there was one very shining light, and that brings us to number five. Number
2: five. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, talk about people you did not expect to see on Raw, as far as a surprise. Uh, Bobby Lashley has a workout video, and oh boy, did they introduce his new manager in a great or his perceived new manager? They didn't go into it too much.
4: They did not go into the details.
2: But Robert Franklin, Waterfall Lashley has a possible new manager, and it's motherfucking Leo Rush, and I'm the happiest boy. <laughs>
4: Man of the hour, just tiny, Leo rush. This is what they're doing. They're going to stack all the giant dudes <laughs> with the tiniest of fellas from 205 Live, and that's what they're going to do. That's that's the new gimmick. I mean,
2: but this is per- – see, here's the thing. Drake being with also- Authors of Pain makes zero sense. Sure, it's, absolutely. It's just like, I'm looking for ta- – I can't sure. – even. What, what
4: was that British <laughs> <What> accent? <weird. laughs> Don't know. That was...
2: ba- I'm looking for no. Okay, but Drake comes out and he's like, <laughs> "I'm looking for like the biggest and best talent," and I picked AOP because they're badasses. And you're like, okay, I I guess if you want to like do this, but it makes no sense. Like, there's no reason he would be there. Uh, Lashley, lo- Lashley has been in dire need of a mouthpiece for a minute because, like, he Captain Personality. He just. <laughs>
4: Dude, honestly,
2: <laughs> doesn't have a I've, lot.
4: I've really enjoyed Lashley over the past couple of weeks. Like, genuinely enjoyed Lashley. Uh,
2: same, but it's because he's not, like, cutting full promos, and it's very just like, K-Boss, like, smacks someone on the back. Yeah,
4: he's like, not, like, what are you like, doing? He smacks, he smacks everybody on the back. He also, like, uh, what he did to Leo Rush in the segment where he's like, my man, <laughs> like, hit him in the back. Like, <laughs> I
2: <laughs> died. So um, good. And this can only be good. Like this can only be good.
4: The Bobby Lashley experiment needed something, and that something was a man of the hour named Leo Rush.
2: Oh, entirely. I'm. I we've joked about it, and it's been kind of like this ironic to like serious love of Bobby Lashley again. Of like I'm excited for 2K19, so I can play as Bobby Lashley all the time. Like I can't wait for be that to be the new thing I beat Ryan with. Like last year it was Elias, like he hated Elias and I'm like, I'm gonna beat your ass with Elias, and now it's Bobby Lashley that I'm just gonna use all the time, and I'm going I'm gonna go into the move set and I'm gonna change his finisher to the vertical suplex. It's gonna be amazing
4: here's the thing also with uh uh with Lashley is that like he also has like the best generic theme song like it's his, not bad it's actually I enjoy that theme song a lot. There's there's one thing that, being somebody who didn't watch TNA at all uh, yourself, um, you missed out on maybe Bobby Lashley's best nickname that has ever had for him. And Josh Matthews would always refer to him as Walking Armageddon. And that's <laughs> so badass.
2: Why? Of course Josh Matthews would call him Walking Armageddon.
4: His music would hit. And then he'd be like, oh, my God, it's Ar- it's walking Armageddon. <laughs> like,
2: of course. Why not say that all the time? Jesus Christ. I personally like my own nickname for him of Captain Personality. I think that.
4: <laughs> Captain Personality just, forever. You also missed out on the word. Lashley held every single title that, that they had in, in TNA. At once. At once, and then he and then he was even like jokingly eyeing the women, the the knockouts title, Perfect. like 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 a, a la our truth a little bit. It was very it was very good.
2: I I want that guy in WWE. <laughs> I give him every title right now. I'm fully in. Well,
4: Lashley every, just having everything,
2: both Raw and SmackDown titles. I'm NXT titles. Uh, let him win. Is he in Mixed match challenge? I forget.
4: I don't think so. Oh, is he? Yeah.
2: That's sad.
4: I don't think he is. I don't think they've. They've. At least I haven't seen a terrible shirt design for his team pop up on this. Uh, on from WWE shop.
2: Let's see, Mitch, uh, Mitch, match challenge.
4: What Mitch is what challenge. On with your mouth today?
2: I can't speak. You need to have more compassion <laughs> someone who is obviously suffering.
4: You uh, are on another level, my friend.
2: None. Okay. He's he's not in it. That makes me sad. Uh, that being said, they definitely aired the uh, Mixed Match Challenge uh, promo tonight that was Owens and Natalia versus Strowman Bliss. Uh, and there's a great part at the end of the Strowman Bliss promo where Strowman's like, after we win, what are we going to do, Alexa? And she's like, we're going to go all the way. And uh, Strowman, like... <laughs> Looks at the camera with like a half ass smirk. Oh my like, god, this is such a creepy segment! And I love it. Uh, I
4: kind of like the uh, Kevin Owens Natalia shirt, which well, just has <laughs> his K and then has her uh, her cat, like punk cat thing.
2: Their MMC uh promo is pretty fantastic because Natalia's like, When Team Paws wins, you're, you're gonna know what happens, and then Owens was like, I, I meant to talk to you about that. Why team pause? Why are we team pause? <laughs> and it ends on that. There's no punchline. It's just Owens legitimately being like, Why the fuck do we have this name? <laughs> I know you like cats, but like Jesus Christ. It's real great.
4: Um KO doesn't read his emails, you know? He doesn't he doesn't catch he doesn't keep up with his emails. He's too busy at like different Theme parks.
2: Zoo, well, not theme parks, but zoos.
4: <clears throat> zoos and theme parks of his very beautiful life.
2: Zoo enthusiast Kevin Owens. Gotta mm-hmm. love him. Uh, but yeah, number five, Leah Rush is Bobby Lashley's perceived manager. Hopefully, hoping, wishing, waiting. Um, that's all I want. Uh, and more 205 Live Takeover. I feel like. Feel like we can shoot more more of their guys onto Raw for no reason, and I'm in. For I
4: it. mean, we, we have been seeing a lot of uh, Drew Gulak on on Raw the past two weeks.
2: That is true. I love that. Like Drew Gulak is ran, is anyone else from Two Five live in there? Like, did they bring Tony no. East as well?
4: No, they haven't. And I, my my here's my theory. I have two theories. One, they're either either going to transition Gulak to the main roster, which I don't think is the case, or two. He is driving buddies with with Drake Maverick, and that's why he's there.
2: That would make an unfortunate amount of sense.
4: Uh, yeah, like, it oh, makes yeah. total sense. Hey, Player hey, you're around. Might as well get out there and get beat up by the shield.
2: My buddy Drew's with me. Can we have him fight Roman Reigns? Yeah, no, that's perfect.
4: It's fine, perfect. I handle them right now, guys.
2: But like, only the handle, not the actual axe. I, yeah. I love the idea that some prop hand at WWE had to like buy three axes and then be like, How the fuck do we take the axe part off? Just...
4: I don't know man, those look like that those sounded when they hit the floor, they sounded like like kid toys. I don't know. The... That sounded like solid wood. They sounded very like very light.
2: I I'm just saying they, they looked solid.
4: They sounded so, light when they hit the floor.
2: Well they didn't to me. So, agree to disagree, I guess, on sound physics. Jesus.
4: I guess we'll disagree, and that'll bring us to bring us a meeting of the minds.
2: To number four. And number four, we're going to go across the pond to Canada for this week's Impact.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. A oh, uh, wonderful
2: the- jump to the wonderful land of Canada. Um, how, lo- how much longer are they in Canada for Impact Wrestling?
4: Um, I, I I hope forever uh, personally. I mean,
2: in October they're coming to New York City, so New York City that's that pays salsa reference for anyone who's into
4: parties. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I know that they were supposed to be going back to Florida for some tapings, but again, Impact when they do their tapings, they do like a million episodes.
2: They apparently do because we're still getting the Toronto ones in that pretty badass looking uh, entertainment center there. Uh, But this
4: one, sorry, I was gonna say Chelsea Green was just on uh, the ENC pot of awesomeness, and uh, she made mention about how like she's like, oh yeah, when we had to go back to do tapings when I was there. Three months later, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like <laughs> they, they shot three months worth of, of this show. Was- Impact goes
2: hard, man. That's I'm excited for the New York City stuff. I really want like five years of tapings to happen here. <laughs> I will attend all of them. I'll be the I'll be the new Alicia Toot, which I didn't know that's how she pronounced her name. I did not Alicia know toot? a toot. That's it's very Canadian, because I, I, I thought it was a tout. I was reading it yeah, a tout, maybe. and then she, I heard her say it at all in where she's like Alicia Toot. and I was like, "Is that? Oh my god, uh-huh. she's Canadian. That works."
4: A tout. Yeah,
2: I don't like that. And that's uh, Alicia toot I don't like it. From Saskatoon, I don't know. I...
4: <laughs> you didn't stop with the accents today. No, you didn't I'm going. You didn't stop. Um, you didn't not talk. You need to not do accents.
2: Every time you ask me to not do another accent, I'm going to do a wilder one. And it's going to get more and more offensive as we go.
4: That's you great buckle for up, us, I guess, for our future. Cool.
2: Um, but no, so we're at Impact, but we're not actually at Impact. Like, it's not a match. It wasn't, it was a pre tape. Uh, and apparently, some weird, weird Canadian Mexican bar, but run by Italians. I have no idea. Um, but the the cartel bosses that apparently oversee impact wrestling uh, called in Conan and King to settle their differences and to finally put an end to this war.
4: Uh, I I got to say real, real quick. It's Conan and not Conan. It's not like you're saying Conan, like it's Conan O'Brien or something. It's Conan.
2: Maybe I'm talking about Conan O'Brien. Maybe I'm trying to entertain the audience (laughs) more. I don't know. Uh, but Conan, yes. sorry, yes. Kevin. I don't care. It's it's Conan who can who cares? Conan! Awesome, go start another weird side faction. <laughs> You've only been in forty. It's fine. Uh, but the cartel bosses have him and King uh, in front of them, and they have to talk about their differences real quick. And the mafia, bo- mafia bosses or cartel bosses—I don't know. They seem to be from the mafia, but they're Latin. Does that work? I—I I don't know. I honestly sure. don't.
4: I actually just watched a video about a guy, Japanese guy who's Dominican. And he doesn't speak a lick of Japanese, but only speaks Spanish. So.
2: Well, I'm. I, get, I fully understand that people with know, different I races know, know. and ethnicities can do other I, things. I,
4: I know. Authenticities, damn
2: authenticities. It. I said that. I said that. Fine. I think you're hearing that. You're intentionally mishearing words of mine now. All right. Uh, but the fact that like, it was like oh, I, I kept getting a cartel vibe out of everything that they were doing, and then they showed up to this bar and the mafia was waiting for him, and it was very. <laughs> is this what they think it is? I have no idea.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but it's very interesting.
2: The cartel bosses have decided at Bound for Glory, these guys are going to have to fight it out in the ring, and I really like that. In kayfabe, uh, the cartel is like, you know, what we'll end this war another match.
4: Uh, a pay per view <laughs> blow off again. <laughs> a pay per
2: view match at Bound of Glo- Bound yeah. for Glory, Bound of Glory. Yeah, I can't talk
4: tonight. Nope, um, but I was I was my question there was, are they? Saying that it's LAX versus OGs, or are they saying that Kingston and Conan have to be in this match as well?
2: Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's a three on
4: three. <laughs> That's so funny. Just yeah. thinking about Conan having to work a match, but he's not, he's gonna, he's gonna be so protective the in that match.
2: 85 year old Conan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like make up a new age for him every time I. The seventy-seven-year-old Conan as stepping into the ring once again.
4: Uh, it's oh, so that's this is why this is why they can't have the, the full axes on on Raw. Is because Impact already had hatchets. They already had hatchets on Impact. So and it uh, went over great.
2: It made the list.
4: If <laughs> yeah, WWE, it went, wanted, over, it went over great with us. If with WWE, WWE wanted
2: to impress us, they would put. Actual axes in their programming. You heard it here first.
4: One of these days they'll see. They'll see. We're
2: easy to pander to. It's fine. Uh there's not a whole lot to go into with this one. I wish there was. Uh we've talked about this feud extensively. They keep hitting uh these wacky bloopers into center field that like somehow land. Like they shouldn't. This shouldn't be a storyline that ends up tiring itself. And each time they do something new, I'm like, this is stupid and wacky as hell. And I'm entirely here for it.
4: Uh, I'm excited because I can see LAX wrestle tomorrow at, at Bar Wrestling.
2: Oh, well, I mean, great for you. You've done it. Good job.
4: I did it. Yay. That has
2: to do with everything with this storyline. So fantastic.
4: Um, the LAX has a lot to do with the storyline.
2: I'm saying like the storyline, like they're not finishing the storyline at Bar Rescue.
4: They might.
2: Also, I just called it Bar Rescue, by the way. So,
4: (laughs) Tapper's going to be there just being like, oh, you serve Topo Chico? Why is this double double butt funnel here?
2: (laughs) Double butt funnel is a real thing. And from Bar Rescue, you need to research it. It's very dumb and it's safer than you think.
4: Is it?
2: uh, Yeah. You can type that into a browser and you won't get a not safe for work. Actually, you might. Don't quote me on that. Don't don't do that at work. I assume a bar rescue reference will pop up, but do not type in double butt funnel at work. That's all I'm going to...
4: Yeah, I'm going to say definitely don't do that.
2: You know what? Just as as a test, Kevin, keep talking about this. I'm going to do it right now to see how safe these responses are for our listeners.
4: Well, guys, right now, what you're not seeing is uh, James is typing into his his laptop and he is now Oh, There he is. He's got a virus. And that's uh, that's been the end of that.
2: I would like to announce that typing in double butt funnel into Google is 100 percent safe for work. Oh, wow. Yep. 100 percent safe for work. Um, most of it is bar rescue. Uh, the other three links are the John Cena butt ch- butt chugging scene from Blockers. I don't
4: know yeah. if that's. I don't know that's safe for work. Actually,
2: it, I mean it. It's sure it is. It's John Cena. Anything John Cena has ever done has been safe for work.
4: I also don't I think that pretty much as soon as you type in the words "double butt funnel" into your work's computer, like your corporate security comes and picks you up.
2: Or congratulates you for watching Bar Rescue. <laughs> Maybe they're big Bar Rescue fans. I don't know your security. That's uh, true. That's
4: a good point. That's a good point. You could be working at somewhere that they love, love Taffer.
2: Who doesn't love Taffer?
4: What's not to love?
2: Uh, but yeah, no, not much to say about this one besides this is a wacky as fuck storyline. It's going to end mid, mid-October at Bound for Glory. I'm excited. They've already hit a child with a car. There's the mob involved now. I'm fully on board with this sh- fucking shenanigan show. Uh,
4: what if what if they, uh, they they somehow bring in John Tapper and they have him with his giant loose big old fish lips just moving around in there?
2: Do not te- if they brought in Bar Rescue to fix <laughs> Impact Wrestling, I would fucking lose it.
4: Holy shit!
2: <laughs> that would be the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Just John Taffer screaming at people. Calling Sammy Callahan unprofessional for the entire goddamn show. <laughs> it would be amazing. I'm so angry you put that idea in my head now. That's all I want.
4: If Chelsea, if Chelsea Green was still working with them, he'd be like, she's <laughs> over here drinking on the job? You got to fire her. No, that's the gimmick that we've given her. You need to fire her ass. ass my I'm out of here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Okay, I've given you guys a year of bar, bartender for the iPad. It'll keeps track of your inventory for an entire year. Thanks, John. I'm glad we could have bought this on our own. Thank you very much.
4: Thanks, John. We um we have a lot of uh we have a lot of uh, overturn here with the uh, the people that work here. So our stock is the wrestlers, and we're constantly out of stock with these guys.
2: I also, by the way, I know we're getting super off track with Bar Rescue, but uh, I, o- I always love that any bar that's on Bar Rescue could probably have fixed themselves by watching any other Bar Rescue. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess they're in it for the money and the exposure, too. But uh, at the same time, if you're looking for a uh, quick fix, watching any other Bar Rescue is going to be like, oh, we need to clean. Well, that's a start. <laughs>
4: Oh, we maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't leave rat droppings where we do our dishes. I guess we should fix that. Maybe
2: maybe our waiter shouldn't be drinking out of a shoe. That places to start. Uh, that's number four. So <laughs> I'm gonna leave that as the wrap up to number four. We're gonna go to number three now, and number three is also great as well. And a little bit set up because I was. <sighs> They definitely leaned into this a bit too hard, but I was happy with the way it ended, which was, uh, Charlotte had a match against Sonya DeVille on SmackDown. Charlotte won. Charlotte spends what seems to be the next 15 minutes high fiving fans. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I'm saying they leaned into it. Charlotte, like, yeah. went out of her way to be like, Hey, I'm high fiving fans. Look at how personable I am. Uh, skips some fans, comes back to takes a, take a selfie. Uh, And then out of nowhere, uh, Becky Lynch reaches over Charlotte's shoulder and starts beating the hell out of her. While these kids are, Uh, like, I can't wait for that selfie to come out. I'm very happy that some people were, like, taking a legit photo while Becky, like, I hope it was a video.
4: Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Um, And then you got commentary putting it over with a, is that a fan attacking Charlotte? No, it's Becky Lynch!
2: My my favorite, uh, someone puts on a wig and a hoodie, and all of a sudden, they're indistinguishable.
4: I mean, nothing will ever top Sting in a, in a Sting mask.
2: I No. Like, Sting just wearing a Sting mask <laughs> is by far the <laughs> fucking greatest.
4: The uh, best.
2: That gift then, is al- always fact, going to be home run.
4: The fact that it happened twice.
2: It happened Twice. It happened goddamn twice. How? Who allowed that? Um, But just Becky in a hoodie and a black wig. Uh, And then she took it off and then beat the hell out of Charlotte, and it was great. Everything about Becky right now, I'm loving it. It is very dark. It is very sinister. She's mean as hell all the time.
4: Here comes me eating a little bit of crow as someone who is, you know, not liking the, the way the Switch was originally looking. And ever and you and Ryan being uh you know being like, give it some time we're in week one uh i i I like it i like I like what Becky has done with it. Becky just needs to be by herself and she's doing that, and that's awesome. I also really like uh the bar posting speaking of bar rescue the bar uh over there taking pictures with Becky and when, uh and while they work out, which is awesome
2: i'm that that's been the thing I love about Becky right now is the whole character is based off it just f- fuck you. Like I'm I'm done. That's really what
4: it is. Like, the whole character is like the whole, the whole character, character is like every Charlotte time. Charlotte going, Is this really worth it? And she's like, Yeah, it fucking is.
2: Like every time Charlotte talks, and she's like, You're my friend, and she's just like, Fuck you, bitch. Like, it's <laughs> perfect. Because it's just like this Charlotte like I was so good to you. Like there's this entire five minute speech from Charlotte. And then Becky's just like, literally fuck yourself. I'm, I'm done. (laughs) I was like, this is such a great, like they need more heels to be like, no, I just, I, I'm allowed to not like you anymore. You're a bitch. I'm done. I'm just going to hurt you all the time. And it's fine. You're going to have to deal with it. So figure it out. It's very, it's very perfect in a certain way. It's a no-nonsense, uh, yeah. no-excuses, very, no, I'm I'm just going to hurt this person. Uh, I'm happy they haven't had her do, like, typical heel tactics all the time. Like, right. the, like, like the ambushing has been great, but it hasn't been like, a, like, oh, here's a heel promo on you, and here's the, it's just like, no-nonsense, beat-em-ups. Perfect. <laughs> just a good old-fashioned beat-em-up. Good old-fashioned beat-em-ups from Becky Lynch. Uh yeah, Hell in a cell's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's in a cell though, which makes me sad. Is it not?
4: Yeah, I don't I don't believe it is. At least it's not uh, they haven't said it yet, but uh yeah. Which
2: is so goddamn dumb. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're saving that for evolution. Maybe they're saving a big surprise match for evolution. Who who knows? Um
4: You mean we could we couldn't have you know Mick Foley coming out making an impassioned uh speech about his time in hell in the cell to Charlotte and telling her like just yelling at her <laughs> the way he does when he gets to the ring just like I was in it I was there I almost killed myself I uh, just I hate I, S- I hate
2: speaking them. of accents was that
4: Mick Foley? Oh uh, no that was just me yelling
2: or was it Grover? I legitimately can't tell. <laughs>
4: It was definitely Grover, actually. I'm oh, okay, sorry. Again.
2: My favorite WWE superstar of all time. Sesame Street's Grover.
4: Cactus Grover. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he just comes out and he just screams in people's faces about how he did Hell in a Cell. And it's like, I get it, man. We bring out Shawn Michaels to talk about The Undertaker. We bring you out to talk about the Hell in a Cell. I get it. Bang! Shut up, Mick. It's fine. I'll also, he said "bebe." Bay bay, by the way, <laughs> I think he got, I think he accidentally like said "bebe" bay bay and not "bing bang." It's
2: his new haircut looks like a mop. By the way, I don't know. It's very interesting.
4: Well, so, someone go give him a haircut, man! Someone help that man out. Just give him like a fade or something. I don't know, man. That's just it's rough. Uh,
2: but Helen cell. It, it's Lynn Charlotte. We've uh, this is another thing uh it, luckily actually we have one thing left on the list that we haven't talked about I think before so I'm happy that we're going to uh and then one that we've talked about pretty in depth uh but we've we've already talked about Becky a significant amount on this since the turn uh and there's not much to really rehash with her it's very much she is a badass now I want this train to keep on rolling
4: yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, it's they got they got a good good momentum going with this, and uh, I'm liking it a lot. If
2: they are smart, they'd make her fucking champion Sunday. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what I'm calling. Um, whether they do it or not, I heading into the big thing was heading into Evolution. If Ronda Rousey is champion, you need no other champion to sell that show. Um, so Becky walking in as champion does not hurt anyone. It only does the company favors that it needs right now. Uh, all in for Becky. Make your champion of the millennium she holds it for two thousand years. That's fine.
4: Yeah. <laughs> dilly dilly. <clears throat> no, I, don't like I
2: didn't that. say that. <laughs> I don't even drink. Ugh. Dilly dilly. Um, on to number two. Let's go to number two. You okay with that? You okay with number two? I'm,
4: I'm, I'm perfectly. Let's do it.
2: Number two has nothing to do uh, with a match. Nothing to do with the promo nothing to do with a like not really anything. <clears throat> number 2 has to do with a heel turn and because someone's a bad guy what they are wearing. Uh that <laughs> bad guy is Impact Wrestling's Moose and what he is wearing is a gold and silver satin suit, shirt pant combo. Holy shit. Uh this would be number 1 if number 1 wasn't so fucking creepy. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> Here's the thing with uh with that this outfit. What's the fucked up thing about it and the whole thing is Moose looks good in it. I don't know.
2: Like Moose looks like a goddamn superstar in it. He pulls it off and it's he, insane. He looks like a shimmery nightmare. He looks like if Mr. Hughes didn't suck. That's pretty much <laughs> that sparkly jacket. Uh no. A moose is looks like a goddamn nightmare and he's he pulls it off perfectly. He's aligned with Ares now. He's friends with them.
4: And That's so, so talking about the, the, the character and the heel turn, real quick there, the man lost at their second biggest event in a title match against Ares, which, which he definitely should,
2: Can I uh, interrupt for a second? Because, again, not knowing a whole lot about impact. I thought Slammiversary was a WrestleMania. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah,
4: that? You're, you're right. You know that. So, that, their most important one. So, Battle of Glory is the second one.
2: Okay. So, I just wanted to make sure, for, as I am a newbie impact sure, myself, sure. I wanted to clarify that. Glad I did. Thank you. Continue.
4: Thank you for that. Um, so, he loses the title match uh, where everyone figured Moose is going to win this one. And he decides that when he comes back, He's now going to join forces with the guy that beat him. Can't beat him, join him, I guess. I, I, it just felt very lazy. But at the same time,
2: I, I, I actually didn't mind it. it. I didn't mind it, if only for the fact that Moose rationalized it with the whole, like, hey, Eddie, when you were, like, you had all these problems and I was with you the entire time. And then when I was in the hospital, you didn't show up once. And you know who did? This fucking guy. Fuck you. And it was like very, like, this is a very simplistic storyline. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. And the only thing I don't like about it, and it's very much from a writing standpoint, is a what about this is make me supposed to believe that Moose is the bad guy. Like, oh, Moose the yeah. guy who thought he had a friend. That friend did not show up in the hospital. That's not a friend. Now you attack him. And Eddie Edwards is kind of a dick on that show, anyways.
4: So. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, like, they're trying to make Eddie Edwards like this sympathetic character. Where no, he's just he's a dick. He beat up Tommy Dreamer because he thought Tommy Dreamer was screwing his wife, and he kept on pushing his wife away so they could kill Sammy Callahan because he's crazy.
2: Yeah, like that's the one thing I don't like about the storyline. Um, but, but because but, but
4: there's a change now. We have we have Johnny Impact being the the face in the storyline now so
2: which i'm i'm for because i could here's the i like John Morrison i really do i think he's fine um it is a character and personality that has not changed in how many years would you guess
4: it's to the point where it's it's i don't know how many years but the same time 35
2: climb. 40 <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's been going on since I was born. I'm just going to say that.
4: The the great thing about him, though, is because he knows that that is just a continuous character doing the same exact thing since he started off, that every time he goes to a new company, he just changes his last name to meet that company. To the company! And and I believe at, at, uh, at PCW Ultra, he's now Johnny Ultra, which is... Just hilarious.
2: Perfect. What was he at MLW? I forget what he was at. MLW.
4: He might might have been just at John Hennigan, uh, maybe.
2: Uh, I believe, quite possibly, he was. Wait, maybe he, wait. MLW Fusion. Yeah, John Hennigan.
4: So, I mean, he'll casually hit the John Hennigan in there, but (laughs) there's those times where he's, Johnny Ultra, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny uh, Impact. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious.
2: It's very great. Uh, but the, and it's not a negative thing about him. It, it really isn't. The only detriment is when he comes out, you kind of know what you're getting. It's a great match, uh, but that's the extent of it. Like that's, You're not going to get like these insane promos. You're going to get a good match out of two guys. And
4: that's for what I'm, I'm excited about him being on this season's Survivor.
2: I I'm, but I love Survivor. So I'm all in on that.
4: Oh yeah. I love Survivor too. It's one of it's my favorite such a shows. a shit show. No, I, I think Survivor is fantastic. It's one of my favorite shows.
2: Oh, entirely. Uh, but it it is kind of a trash show.
4: Johnny Impact, John Hannigan. If you're listening to this episode, because we mentioned your name, uh, I would really love tickets to the finale of Survivor. Uh, I want to take my mom, so thank you in advance for those tickets.
2: And uh, John Hennigan, if you hear me, you should just give them to me, and then I'll go instead. And I won't take anyone. I'll just leave an open seat with a piece of paper saying Kevin could have been here. So you get a choice.
4: Could you at least take my mom?
2: <laughs> I feel like that'd be kind of fucked up.
4: I'm
3: I guess- just saying. <laughs>
2: I got these tickets. I'm taking your mother. This is happening.
4: <laughs> for a nice seafood dinner.
2: For a na- um, Dorothy Manteoth is a saint. I don't know why I remember these quotes from Anchorman, but sure.
4: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we we got to see Moose in that beautiful outfit. Yeah. Looking I, like a million bucks in a, in a five-buck outfit. Um,
2: just a, That's not a $5 outfit. That's a $500 outfit. You know what that reminds me of? Shit! Why didn't I think about this? This is the uh, WWF No Mercy Rock Five Hundred Dollar shirt. Oh yeah, that is the Rock Five Hundred Dollar shirt option. One hundred percent. Someone, someone saved up their THQ bucks and went, <laughs> went big.
4: The Moose was like, "He's like, I've been saving,
2: I've been saving." That's a fu- that's a fucking reference for everyone. I hope someone listening to the show is just like, "The fuck is THQ bucks?"
4: I uh. I really hope that Moose found that outfit in Canada. Like he just somehow found that in Canada somewhere. Oh, entirely. What I need for Moose to is uh being in Canada, I need Moose to start saying that he uh he went shopping with Drake <laughs> and that he's that him and his boy Drake went out into the 6 and got their uh, their new his new flag gear. My
2: boy DeGrassi's Aubrey Graham went out Took a got a few tunes. Some tune. loonies and toonies. Some loonies and toonies. Bought a bag of milk.
4: I'm so glad that you're sticking to these accents. It's really great.
2: <laughs> sticking to this <laughs> fine, fine Canadian accent. Going to Saskatoon. I just want to go to All Saskatoon. Right. If anyone from the Saskatoon Blades ever listens to this, invite me out. I will show up. If you give me season tickets, I will move to Saskatoon. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well folks, if you're still somehow with us After that right there um, That brings us to number one There's not really much left to say about Moose's outfit, but there is a lot to say About number one Number one, holy shit With a bullet, my friend Number one of the bullet uh, So the AJ
2: uh, Samoa Joe storyline Oh, Wendy Has been going fantastically Each week, it seems that another level of creepiness gets crossed. And it's very much like to the delight of everyone that Samoa Joe keeps getting weirder and weirder with these promos. Uh, This came to a head um, this past SmackDown where Samoa Joe decided to read AJ Styles a bedtime book that I believe was called Night Night AJ. I might be wrong on that one. Do, Do you remember? Was it Night Night AJ?
4: Yeah, it was Night Night AJ, yes. Uh, he reads
2: he reads Night Night AJ, and it's a, it's a legit, WWE made a legit book. I really hope they release it, because I will buy it.
4: <laughs> I would 100% buy yeah, it. Yeah,
2: like, it, it was a legit book with illustrations and a very oddly well-written, like, bedtime story about AJ Styles overreaching his boundaries and Samoa Joe being there to, like, check him back into reality. <laughs> it was <fun. laughs> Like, I was angry at, like, wait, why is this so well-written? <laughs> like, who did this? What genius wrote this fucking thing and let Raw exist? I think it might—they've spent all their time writing the bedtime story and then was like, shit,
4: yeah, you still actually, have to write Raw. That, that actually—that works out, actually.
2: Uh, the piece de la resistance to this entire thing is at the end of the book, when he turns the final page, there's a the-end photo— that's Samoa Joe with the like WWE championship with Wendy and uh, AJ's daughter, like with their arms around Samoa Joe. And it's <laughs> the funniest fucking thing I have ever seen. Uh, more, more rivalries in WWE need to come to a head where like the final promo is a bedtime story. And like the villain has made some crudely drawn, like Times Square caricature um, of the other person's family and them having a good time. Uh, it was fucking crazy. I, I it's I, I don't know. Like, w- what is there to say about it that we haven't already said? It's just like this is just such a weirdly perfect rivalry.
4: It's so strange. And uh, my favorite thing that's come of this rivalry, aside from this bedtime story, uh, has been that on Raw, they've been kind of pushing a little bit more SmackDown commercials and a little bit more things going on on SmackDown because Raw's terrible. Uh, and if uh, let's say there's somebody out there that's watching only Raw and not watching SmackDown, which happens a lot.
2: It does. It happens too. Too often. And they're, they're
4: showing a promo of what happened last week. And it's just Samoa Joe walking up to a camera going... Wendy, oh Wendy! And people are like, "Who the fuck's Wendy?
2: Why is he?" So they lead ref- off with that every time. Every promo is just Samoa Joe walking up to the camera and going, "Oh Wendy!" And everyone's just like, "What the fuck is this?"
4: Yeah, it's whew, it's 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 probably freaking out a lot of people that don't watch the show. It's
2: probably freaking out a lot of Wendy's.
4: Like, Ooh, yes, big time.
2: Some Wendy just sitting at home, just uh, who the fuck's who is at my door? Why is this happening?
4: Why? Why, why, why?
2: Uh, that and the uh, the Samojo picking up the phone and him just being like, hello, Wendy. Perfect.
4: <laughs> hello, Wendy.
2: Fucking incredible. Is that just right there? Uh, but yeah. It, Samoa Joe reading a bedtime like who knew that would be like the most entertaining segment out of the past week is Samoa Joe literally reading a bedtime story to AJ Styles, which in 2018, if you just heard out loud would sound lame. Uh, but if you actually heard the book, you're like, this is this is a great segment, just an overall quality segment. Right. I'm sure, it's on YouTube by now. Go watch it. Uh, it's entirely worth your time. Just to see how fucking weird this is uh, that someone's family like this is I don't want to say shades of Dominic because that's the Dominic Eddie Ray storyline.
4: That's that's on another level.
2: That one crossed every line and it was perfection Uh, on the I would say on the Dominic scale. This rates a a five or six. But you you have to you have to do a lot to really fucking click on the Dominic scale.
4: Because he's not trying to adopt Annie yet. so.
2: <laughs> but it almost feels like he's trying to, uh, like, essentially become the new stepdad. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, AJ's going to die, but, like, I'll move in, and I, <laughs> I got this. It's cool. I,
4: if this goes beyond next week, which it certainly probably will, um, if it goes beyond this weekend, rather, uh, I would like for... AJ to just go home to show AJ showing up at home and all the pictures in the in the house have now been changed with Samoa Joe's face over AJ's head uh, all the family pictures all the uh, the definitely all the family wearing a white shirts and outfits on the beach type of shirt Perfect. photos but with Samoa Joe's face on it
2: that would be incredible I I don't know why I thought this but I, I re- when you started saying that, I was like, I really hope he does what me and my friends did in, like, the first house we got when we were all, like, dumb kids. Mm-hmm. And, we're, like, we rented right out of high school, which was essentially print high-quality photos out of uh, all 90s sitcom families and put them up around the house. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't think that that would strike uh, go along with the storyline here but it I wouldn't like it. but
2: it wouldn't but it would be like really shocking like imagine imagine you came home and like you looked around and nothing like it didn't look like there was a break in but every what? one of your family photos was changed to a 90s sitcom family photo <laughs> it's
4: just like the, the, Winslows. Yeah, the Winslows the Winslows the your, your your prom picture is now the perfect strangers
2: yeah no it's all of them. I think this would work great.
4: I like it. I actually, you know what? Forget what I said. Let's go all ninety sitcom families on there.
2: Perfect. I'm I'm glad I endorsed this, and I hope WWE uh, writers are listening.
4: They are. They are. Ka-
2: Kaz, if you're listening for some odd reason, do this. Pitch this <laughs> to the team. It'll go over great.
4: And also, Kaz, nice dodging that 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 uh you know that 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 trash can. He snuck, he's, he's the one that snuck into the, the door the door hallway, right?
2: Yes, that, that was Kaz. Uh, I, I think my favorite part about that was like, any time I watch those segments now, I sit back and I'm like, ooh, is Kaz going to be in one of these? Like, Do I get to see Kaz on TV? Uh, and then it, when they were doing that, they kept going like rider to rider and I was like, Kaz has to be in this one. But I was like, that's kind of weird because Kaz is like the same height as Braun. <laughs> So it was just randomly this one writer who was like bronze size and it was like, oh, shit, he's also here. But he got the fuck out of the way. He's the smart one.
4: So it works yes, out. Very wise. Props to you, Kaz.
2: Props to Kaz. Props to Samoa Joe. That's our list. We did it.
4: Props to you guys. Props to you guys for, you know, going through the those the five things with us.
2: Five things with us. If you're still listening, uh, you know, we're thinking of some edits. Who knows? We might get some edits next week. We might get them the week after. Um, or Some changes to the show So a- exciting times ahead We don't know what exactly But we want to change up the formatting a little bit So we'll see what happens
4: It's like we're Tyler Breeze And one day we're the fashion police And the other day we're being a model But you know, hopefully <laughs> we, don't get, we don't get kicked in the back While we're doing our one, pose
2: One day we're Tyler Breeze The next day Fandango's injured And we have no idea what to do with ourselves It's <laughs> fine
4: I'm not injured
2: I am I, my, I don't know. That's, I'm not, I don't know. I that.
4: That, that felt very dark and sad.
2: <laughs> I am. Uh, but yeah, no, exciting things ahead. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but if you have any suggestions, let us know. I'm sure Drugs Delaney will. And then outside of that, it's a crapshoot for who who listened for the entire 50 minutes. Drugs Delaney for life. Hey, yeah, fucking, he's a trooper. Uh, Yeah, no, that that's... That's my show for the week. Do you you have anything
4: else you wanted to include? Is this? It was also my show for the week, which is crazy. Check Um, that out.
2: Look at that us syncing up and ending on the same time.
4: It's crazy. Um, And you know, if you want to harass me, if you want to talk, uh, how how uh, my ideas are fantastic. If you want to admit to me, like I've admitted to the world that the movie Venom is going to be absolutely terrible. it you is. can find me at Kevin KevinGetsRad on Instagram, Twitter, cross-platform, baby. Try to make it easy for you, my peoples.
2: And if you want to hit me up and just tell me how great my accents were, and then <laughs> tell me how bad Venom's going to be, but then be like, you're going to fucking see it aren't anyways, aren't you, James? I
4: mean, we're going to still watch it.
2: I'm 100% seeing Venom. I, mainly because I will support anything Riz Ahmed does. So...
4: Rizomed, where, where, where can people find you? Though uh,
2: I'm not Riz Ahmed. people can find me at Chill Hartman. Online, multi-platform. You just type that into the Google machine, and things will pop up. Good things will happen to you. Come say hi. It's
4: a lovely time. You should, you should definitely stop telling people to Google things because you have questionable Google things uh, that you suggest. Hey,
2: if anything, I I I put out some questionable stuff but I researched it and I made sure it was safe for work because I'm a quality human being. That's what I do in my life. I, I guess I make quality auto parts for a quality person. <laughs> Callahan. I forget the quote from Tommy boy. Fuck it. I don't We're going to
4: have to go now. Uh.
2: <laughs> James is going to die soon. So it's fine. Uh, we will talk to everyone next week with another top five things uh, for my host, Kevin Silva. I am James McConaughey. Have a wonderful day and night, everyone. We're signing off. Au revoir. Au revoir.